Thank you for joining me here on Apostolic Fire. This is Apostle Kathy Coppola, and I am here to teach you how to walk on fire in the Lord, how to walk in your rightful calling, how to lay your hands upon the sick and see them recover, how to cast out demons, how to live on fire and impart that which has been imparted into you. And don't forget, I love to hear your feedback. Send me an email, kathycoppola at gmail.com. Or go right to my website, kathycopola.org. Let me know what has God done in your life since listening to Apostolic Fire. Power of the Holy Spirit has conceived a promise on the inside of you. Pregnant with promise is what I've called this today. Pregnant with, with promise. In Matthew 1, 20, Joseph, that which is conceived in Mary, that which is, which is originated, created, and developed in her is of the Holy Spirit. That which is originated, created, and developed on the inside of her is of the Holy Spirit, of the power of the Holy Spirit, of the will and the intention of the Spirit, pregnant with promise. Not pregnant from natural means, pregnant with promise. We know that Mary, this young, you know, teenage Jewish girl that was betrothed to be married to Joseph, which in the Jewish custom, when you were engaged, it was as if you were married pretty much, except for they had not yet consummated the marriage. And so it was a, the engagement was like, a, it was a prenuptial um, contract. It was a contract and it could, it could only be nullified uh, by going through a formal divorce process. So when they were engaged to be married, it was as if they were married. It was as if Mary was engaged to Joseph, yet she still lived with her family until the public ceremony happened, right? And so, it, you know, she had not yet uh, uh, sealed the marriage um, to Joseph yet. So she was still living with her parents. And this engagement in this culture, the engagement period was usually, they usually entered in when the girl was about 13 years old. So a teenager. Could you imagine that? Just a teenager entered into this engagement, but this is typical for them. This was normal. This was what they did. Mary was just a teenager when she was engaged. She was just a teenager when she gave birth. You know, it was incredible. But the angel that appeared to Joseph in a dream uh, told him not to be afraid, number one, not to be afraid, to take Mary as your wife, because he was planning on just, you know, you know, quietly, secretly putting her away because it was, it would have been a disgrace to have been pregnant outside of the fulfillment of marriage, right? Outside of being married. And so, and, you know, so he was planning on putting her away secretly, but the angel of the Lord came to Joseph in a dream. Now, I love the fact that the angel of the Lord came to Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, do not be afraid to be, to take Mary as your wife right? And this is what the angel said. This is verse uh, Matthew 1, 21. She will bring forth a son and you will call his name Jesus. And he will save his people from their sins. He will save his people from their sins, right? Jesus, well, the Hebrew name for Jesus is Yeshua. And Yeshua means Yahweh is salvation, Yahweh is restoration and Yahweh is deliverance. The word Jesus, when we say Jesus, we're saying Yahweh. We're saying Yeshua, which means Yahweh. We're saying Yeshua, which means salvation, restoration, and deliverance 
to every person that is willing to receive the fullness of what God has for them. Think about that. You say, Jesus, Jesus, you're saying Yeshua, you're, you're, you're saying Yahweh is salvation. You're saying Yahweh is restoration. You're saying Yahweh is deliverance. Every time you say Jesus, Yeshua, Yahweh, it's powerful. This is the promise that had come forth through a young teenage gal that had not yet been uh, fully married. She was engaged, was was. And in their culture, it's as if they were married, but yet they had not yet consummated the marriage. Um, they had not yet had the public ceremony. She was still living with her parents. She was pregnant by God. She was a virgin, a young virgin gal. Incredible, miraculous conception. Miraculous conception. This virgin who was pregnant by the will of God. Baffles your mind. It's out of the norm. Had never been done before. Never been done since. But this is the will and the way that God chose to bring forth the savior of the world through the pure seed of the father to show us there was no sin in him, totally pure, and to show us the promises of God are yes and amen to the glory of God. The promises, she was pregnant with promise. And some of you are pregnant with promise. Some of you have been, you have conceived there, there has been an origination on the inside of you that God has put. He's put something in within you. There's a, there's a at conception. There was something created and developed on the inside of you, and you're seeing it come to pass. For some of you, you're still believing for it to come to pass. For some of you, you're starting to see it come to pass. That promise, which is really, it defies logic. It goes against maybe. Um, you know, your circumstances, it goes against maybe your your natural ability, it goes against maybe um, your, your family's heritage and what you've been trained and taught in, it goes against the norm, but yet when God says go, you know, when he says yes, when he opens up that door, you're going through as long as you obey the will of God. Joseph had a dream. An angel came to him in a dream. It was the angel of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord said, do not be afraid to carry out this task of which you had begun. That's just it. When you have begun the will of God, and it seems scary or threatening or, or impossible or discouraging in any way, when you have begun the will of God, it is vitally important that you carry out the will of God. You know, those that don't carry out the will of God, they end up with an abortion, a stillbirth. They end up with, you know, a miscarriage. They end up with less than with than what God had intended for them to have and to carry out. Yes, there's an element of fear, but you know what? Faith will overcome that fear as you stay focused on the truth of God's word. Yes, there is an element of, you know, you're needing to depend. You know, let me tell you something. Faith, trust, and obedience all in the face of impossible circumstances. This is what Mary and both Joseph and Mary had to face. Faith, trust, and obedience, all in the face of impossible circumstances. And yet they were they were willing to go forth, even though they knew the ridicule would be there, even though they had never heard of this before, this had never been done before, yet it was true and it was pure and it was the perfect will of God. It was the highest form of purity and simplicity, yet it would have been considered scandalous and impossible. 
It would have been considered in that day and age scandalous and impossible beyond anything they thought or even had ever imagined. Yet God chose to bring about the will of God, the perfect will of God, through this yielded, innocent, pure vessel. God is still looking to bring about the perfect will of God through innocent, pure vessels. Allowing him to change your heart, to have a heart that is innocent and a pure vessel. Is that you? Because it certainly can be. It should be. See, the God-sized dream in you must be bigger than your own plan. It has to be bigger than your own comfort. It has to be bigger than your own expectations for it to be a God-sized plan. For in other words, for the will of God to come about. It has to be something bigger than you. You can't just do it in a day and you can't just think you can do it on your own. You will need to be dependent on the Lord. Mary was dependent. Joseph was dependent on the power of God of whom they believed and trust. They had to be dependent upon them, right? It will require your faith. It will require your trust. It will require your obedience to the will of God. And this is what it required them. What seemed impossible or even ridiculous may just be what he is doing in and through you to bring about his perfect will. What may be or seems to be impossible or even ridiculous may be the exact thing that God is doing to bring about that perfect will in your life. And he's asking you to trust him. He's saying, do you trust me? Will you trust me? Will you trust me is the question. Will you trust me to bring forth what I've called you to do? When we just say, Lord, here I am, have your way. I'm in love with you and I will make sure my heart is fully dedicated to the will of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. I told you this scripture yesterday, Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things shall be added unto you. When you seek for first his kingdom, as we looked today, we looked at Matthew 1, uh, verses 20, 21, and 23. Verse 20 Mary, that which is conceived in you is of the Holy Spirit. This is what the Mary, the angel told Joseph. Yeah, the angel told Joseph, she will bring forth a son. You will call his name Jesus. We went through what Jesus means, Yahweh, Yeshua. Yeshua is salvation. Yeshua is restoration. Yeshua is deliverance, right? You will bring forth a son. You shall call his name and you will save his people from their sins. This was prophesied. This was prophesied in the Old Testament before it ever came, you know, came to pass. When it came to pass, it was a fulfillment of the prophecy. This was prophesied before that, behold, a virgin shall be with child, bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us, Matthew 1, 23. Joseph woke up from his sleep and did what the angel told him to do. Joseph just woke up and obeyed. He had to make a choice. Is he going to go to the fear of man? You know that had to have been there. Is he going to um, is he going to succumb to the, the, the cultural expectation? Or is he going to obey the heavenly voice? Is he going to obey what he knows to be God? And every single one of us have will come to that crossroad and we must make that decision and the decision that obviously is the right decision is to always obey the will of God over anything else, over your own fear, torment, thoughts, cultural, you know, traditions, always 
align with the will of God. It is the most important thing you can ever do with your whole life is to walk in the fullness of the will of God, regardless of what anybody else does or says. But the will of God in your life will produce God's beautiful perfection in you and through you. And it'll all point to Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. It's powerful. It's about trusting, even in the great impossible or impossibilities or what seems to be. It's about faith. It's about obedience to the king. And when you walk this way, when you live this way, not when you frequent or occasion this way, but when you live in this manner and when you walk in this manner day by day, moment by moment, your life is filled with God divine, divinely inspired ideas and God appointed, um, you know, circumstances. You know, you'll have these God encounters. You'll you'll see the miraculous. You'll walk in greater levels of faith because God trusts you because you've said yes and you continue to to live in that yes. It's incredible. Amen? Yes, exactly, Connie. Rest and relax in the promise. That's it. Just rest and relax in the promise, trusting God, bringing it about. Amen. Hallelujah. Hmm. Staying focused. That's right, Maria. Hallelujah. Well, is there anyone that needs prayer today? And prayer uh, praises. What has the Lord done? That's what we want to hear. That that's the the word of the Lord for you today. Okay, we're in Matthew chapter one. We just went through recap of Matthew chapter one. Pregnant with promise. Don't ever forget the power of the Holy Spirit that has conceived a promise in you will carry that promise out, just like He did with Mary as they obeyed, as the angel of the Lord came and spoke life truth. And Joseph woke up and just did what the angel of the Lord instructed him to do. He did what the Lord instructed him to do. He fulfilled the prophecy and he did not let man, man's ways, fear of man, traditions of men to change his mind and to do the and to do anything contrary to the, than the truth. And honestly, this is this is our life. We have what, what one life to live. But one life to live for Jesus. Are you giving him your all? Are you giving Jesus everything because he wants everything? He wants your all. And then what he gives you far surpasses anything you could have ever given him in the first place. It's a beautiful divine exchange. I I tell you that all the time because it's exactly what it is. A beautiful divine exchange. It's glorious. It's glorious. Thank you so much for listening to Apostolic Fire. We invite you to visit our website at www org, and check out the resources and tools to ignite the fire of God in your life. While you're at the website, don't forget to sign up for our weekly email list and stay up to date with all that the Lord is doing at Kathy Coppola International Ministries. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and please be sure to share this podcast with your friends. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Tune in next week for the next episode of Apostolic Fire.